For today's episode, there's a content warning for discussions of abuse, coercion, and incest. Nothing is gone into detail. However, those topics are briefly mentioned. So keep that in mind as you listen. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Hello. How is everyone this week? Um, everyone is you. How are you this yeah, week? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> We're doing okay. <laughs> um, It's cloudy out. There's a lot of birds outside. So my dog is loving that um he likes chasing them and protecting us from the birds that are just chilling in my backyard so that's fun how are you it's really sunny which means my eyes hurt really bad Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. naturally Um, so you thrive in sun i thrive in gloominess so naturally the universe did a little switcheroo and we're both suffering of course of course Um, it's great i also had a malfunction with my coffee machine today Except the malfunction was me. And so now I have two 32 ounce things of coffee instead of just one. So I'm very tired now, but by the end of this, I might be really excited. So <laughs> we'll just keep it. We'll just have to work through I'm it. Hyped. Good, 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 good. Any news for the people? Anything fun to announce um, and or discuss? I don't think to announce. I saw, okay, so... I, a thing that I haven't talked about on here, <laughs> but I'm really into anime and I saw the Jujutsu Kaisen movie last night. So good. It's really great. 10 out of 10. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. It's been going through my mind for the past, not even 24 hours. I saw it at like 7 p.m. yesterday, but it was so good. It was amazing. Um. But that's all for me. Other than that, I've been kind of burnt out from books because I read like 23 books in January. <laughs> and now um, you have to recover from it. Yeah, exactly. So, and yet, and yet, are we still purchasing books? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I've gone to Barnes and Noble twice and gotten like seven books each. Am I reading any of them? No. Are they still in piles unorganized in my spare room? Yeah. So here we are, <laughs> but that's fine. How about you? <laughs> book buying. I think I, I saw a, I saw something. It was either a post or a video or something that said book buying is a different hobby than book reading. Yes. Um, book collecting is a great hobby. I have been trying to start a new book. Um, here's the thing. So some friends of mine were like, hey, we should do a little impromptu book thing. And I was like, okay. And they suggested a book that I had tried to listen to, but I didn't like the audiobook narrator. So mm-hmm. I DNF'd it. Even though I thought the book itself was interesting, I just didn't like the audiobook guy, which mm-hmm. that's, that's common for me. I'm not a huge fan of how often do I text you and complain about how I don't like the narrator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. I've already started the book. So now picking it up and actually physically reading it, rereading the parts I've already heard. Uh-huh. Wait, which one and is it? Starless Sea. Oh, I have that book. Have I read it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> is it in one of the piles or is this one at least shelved? Yeah, it's shelved. Nice. <laughs> Organized. <laughs> yeah, so I had to, I thrift booked it. I thrift booked <gasps> thrifty book it. Whatever. I ordered it on thrift books. I don't I don't know how to make that into a verb yet. I thrift booked um, it. There you go. I, I think I got mine from there's this one book outlet. There we go. They have like oh. really cheap books. Yeah. But they're all like 
they're not the best selection to be quite honest I think that's why I haven't purchased from them because I have yeah. hyper specific book needs yeah I'm looking for yeah, a yeah. very specific book and if I don't <laughs> find it there I'm gonna sue like this book okay this is not a this is more of a Jewish thing but I needed to do a cross-reference also I just hit a nerve in my hand while picking oh. up this book my god it feels like my hand is gonna fall off i'm not even kidding <laughs> no. oh my god that hurts so bad no okay. not on the pod wait till after wait till wait, did you hear that you hear that's my hand anyway oh, no. um i'm holding it up but i realize you can't even see me yeah <laughs> um oh thank you this is a hyper specific book i need it for a cross reference of another text it is the illustrated bible dictionary part two that was published in the year, like, <laughs> oh, when was it even published? Does it even say? This was published in 1980. I'm sorry, this is the 1994 edition of the book. It's bright pink. Um, and I need it for one thing. Here's the thing. I just scour like six different vintage book sites to try and find uh-huh. this book. I need it for one citation. Oh, and God. then I'm just going to have this book forever and I'm never going to need it again. At least anyway, it's so that's pretty. I'm, it, it's kind of Pepto-Bismol colored. I so, kinda, I'm digging it. I like it. Do you like the guy on the back? Oh my God. I love the guy on the back. Are you joking? Right. I think it's Caesar. And I'll be honest with you. Nice. Not a huge I don't fan. know who that is. Great. Julius Caesar. Oh, <laughs> that Caesar. God. <laughs> Oh, that was a worrying moment there, folks. <laughs> Dia? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Oh, anyway, sorry. Oh, I was vividly no. reminded of that. No, it's fine. That's great. Anyway, I think I don't remember what I was saying about my week. Just that it's been a week. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I don't think you said anything about your week yet. yet well, it's know. been a week. So. Uh-huh. Um, technically, that. according to the Jewish calendar, the week just started. This is a Sunday. And boy, has it already been long. Um, I didn't do much today, but I did go on the internet and that was a mistake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. The consequences um, of being chronically online. It's, it's sometimes it's a, it's a lot to bear, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, okay. This is related to this book. Since this is a book club podcast, I would formally like to ask to get me off of Dramione TikTok, which is Draco and Hermione, oh, the ship. Nice. I hate that ship so much with all my heart. <laughs> and here's the thing. This is controversial. I hate that ship for so many reasons. Um, one, because I think Dra- Draco Malfoy, one, he's an allegory for the Hitler youth. He's a, he's mm-hmm. literally an allegory for young Nazis. So already we've got some problems. Yeah, um, yeah. Secondarily, I just don't think it works. It just doesn't work for me personally, right? And I'm not usually one to yuck your yum. If that's your thing, fine. I just don't want to see it. Here's the thing. I will yuck this yum. I don't like it. I hate it. Especially because half-bloods, you know, I'm sorry, muggle-borns, more specifically, muggle-borns are supposed to be an allegory for Jews and Draco's supposed to be an allegory for Nazis. I'm not into this. We got to stop doing that. And I keep seeing these ridiculous povs and i say ridiculous because like i normally if you do a pov whatever if it's harmless it's simply not my business i will just scroll except these povs are such absolute buffoonery (laughs) they're like pov 
Draco is standing up for you against Narcissa. No, he wasn't. Are you Draco right. against his mother? I don't that think doesn't so. Make, that, never that doesn't make happened. any sense. First of all, it never <laughs> happened. Second of all, it's not in his character. Third of all, against his mommy? That's not going to work. On, Have you read the books? Anyway, it's just something about it makes me really uncomfortable. Um, yeah. For the reasons I have obvi- I have stated. And TikTok keeps being really into it. They're like, you have to watch it. I don't. And I don't want to. And that's, <laughs> that's my rant there. Um, I have, it's something similar, but not similar at all. Um, <laughs> so as I said earlier, I'm into anime, but I don't want to tack on Titan, right? However, my For You page is filled with Attack on Titan content. So naturally, I feel like I've watched the show and I can get the jokes. So I don't need to watch it ever. And um, my For You page thinks that I am, I love Jean in it. Who's Jean? I don't know. He's like some guy with like, yeah, he has like a little tiny beard that's like only on his chin. Anyways. (laughs) But you mean a goatee? No, it's like all around, like on his jaw and like, I don't know. I gotta Google what this looks like because I'm picturing Please. something that might be wrong. And I get like hyper-realism art for him and oh, it's wild. Okay. I mean, I guess he's good looking, but. Is his name John? John, like G, like Jean, <laughs> like jeans. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking John, and I was like, "This is a character." Isn't that kind of a fantastical show to name a character John? Uh, <laughs> but oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He just has he has a chin strap beard. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where it's like Sorry. A, it's just along the jawline. Yeah, I'm um, not really into that. Okay, Anyways. well that's a character for sure. Yeah, and. Yeah, my for you page loves it, I guess, and thinks that I love <sighs> it. I think I need to stop interacting with Attack on Titan. Content. Here's the thing, so though. Here's funny. the thing, though. No, well, I got nothing on that. Yeah, the for you page <laughs> is a nightmare. Um, I made a video a while back with my theory that the "do not show me this person" button doesn't work. I strongly believe it. I strongly mm-hmm. believe it doesn't work. I also, I had to block three more of them today. The Reddit accounts, friend, I can't get away from them. I can't get away from them. And they're always horrible. They're always terrible. And I don't like them. Um, also, I keep trying to get out of Dramini TikTok. They won't let me out of there. Nope. They won't let mm-hmm. me out. You're also, forever. here's the thing, right? So one of the things that I, there's, I think when I block someone, I'm making an intentional thing of, I don't want you to be able to see my stuff and I don't want to have to see your stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just a little bit much for certain people because when you are in the communities I'm in, sometimes people are a little bit dramatic. And there are certain creators where I know that if I preemptively block them simply because I don't want to see their content, it may be taken as some sort of like attack, which is again, it's very dramatic, not important. But I'm not interested in having that sort of discussion at all. I'm not interested in hosting even slightest thing about it not to mention that i don't care if they watch my content i have no i don't care i just don't want to see their stuff right which is why the don't show me this creator button needs to start working again it needs to mm-hmm. needs to get itself figured out because there are certain creators where i just see their stuff and i'm like this is not meant for me mm-hmm. this was not made with me in mind you know yes. what else wasn't made with me in mind some of the tropes we're about to talk oh about. my god ah, it's a transition <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so this week we're not gonna well this month, I guess, we're not gonna be covering a book because we're 
we're just dealing with life right now. So we're going to be going over tropes that we either love or hate or don't really have any opinions on. Um, I do have to say- When do we not have an opinion on something? Rarely, if ever. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) We are very opinionated, which is great. We love it. Um, Anyways. So we found a Mm -hmm. list of- um, popular tropes that specifically show up in fan fiction, but also in a lot of the popular books that you'll see on book talk and romance books specifically, which I'll say this, I feel like most of the books that get popular on book talk have some romantic aspect, even if they themselves are not within the romance genre. Am mm-hmm. I wrong? I agree. No, I agree. Okay. We're just going to start it off with reading them out. And going from there, if you at home have any opinions on these, please, please let us know. We know they're controversial. Friend, are you ready? Yes. Starting off so weak in my personal opinion. Friends to lovers. Okay. I have a thing about this. So (laughs) (laughs) I hate friends to lovers if it's a heterosexual relationship. If it's like anything LGBT, love it. I love that so much, but heterosexual stuff. No, Mm-mm. I don't like it at all. I don't like friends to lovers. It makes me uncomfortable in general. with the exception of one thing. And that's the, they meet and the, 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 the first instinct is for a romantic relationship, but for some reason they cannot pursue said romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. And so friendship is the secondary option. Like, I just read a book where um, she doesn't date and he just got cheated on, but she doesn't date at all. So they couldn't date, but they were both like immediately enamored. But because she has the rule of no dating, they defaulted to friends, even though the first intention was never friendship. It was Mm -hmm. kind of the backup plan. And then when they could, they went to the first plan, which was romantic relationship. The Mm -hmm. thing about best friends to lovers that I don't like is that it just makes me uncomfortable. So I don't like it. (laughs) Um, I know it's controversial, but I don't like it. And I don't feel like I have a reason for it other than the fact that I just don't like it. Now, see, one of the things that I do like about it, um, again, and only LGBT like instances, Uh um, is whenever they're like childhood friends and then they go off and do something else with their life and then they meet back up. Oh my God. I love that. Or, or they like meet whenever they're children and like one of them is helping the other recover from something like one of them's crying and then the other one helps them and then they're like I don't know who this child is and then they meet later in life and then they just like fall in love and they're like oh my god that's that child that I like helped and I thought of for all my life (laughs) I love it that's the child when they were also a child (laughs) yes yes. um Here's my thing, right? Because there are certain ones, like depending on, obviously we do have to take into account genre. So for example, um, one of the ships that I, I'm not like head over heels. Okay. I need to to do a quick category thing here. (laughs) When we think about the classics, not classic literature. Mm -hmm. No, the classics as in the YA classics. Um, I'm not head over heels for a lot of ships. Mm Mm-hmm. But there are ones that I don't mind. For example, one that I don't mind is Perkabeth for Percy and Annabeth from um, Lightning Thief. Like, I don't mind that one. I think it's cute. I think mm-hmm. it was sweet. 
Is it my favorite ship in the world? No. Will I die on the hill of it like Thalia? No. <laughs> fun <laughs> reference for some of you. Also, I know it's Talia, but I will always say Thalia. I just don't put an H there if you don't want it. Um, anyway. They were friends, but romantic. But again, remember that first thing? He always thought she was pretty and she was always into him, except it was never like it was always it was very subtle, but it was there where there was always that intention as opposed to no intention. And then suddenly it just springs up out of nowhere where it's like mm-hmm. a snake in your path. Like, ah, it's just mm-hmm. it's too surprising. It's too jarring. I don't like it. So that see, that might be technically considered an exception. Mm-hmm. except for the fact that I don't think it really is an exception because I think it's what I said earlier anyway yeah point is um now, see, just... that made me think of another one. Oh my god but then I just lost it <laughs> oh my god right <laughs> like okay um, you know what I'm thinking about you know which what's an exception to it um one last stop yes for example the intention was always there but there was something keeping them apart. So they went for the friendship road when they were always meant to go the romantic road. So do you see my exception to my rule here? Right? Yes. Um, also, or, I just remembered. Um, yeah. So one of my favorite things about the friends to lovers is that one of them is like totally in love with the other one. And it's like, but it they think it's one sided, but actually it's not. Or like the one of them confesses and then the other one is like, oh, I never thought about that. Actually, I'm into it. I like that a lot. No, no. The, I've never <laughs> thought it. about it, but I'm into it. Freaks me out. Um, I don't like it. I do not enjoy it. I remember once I got into this. Okay. I'm not going to say what the what the fan fiction was about. Mm-hmm. I shan't expose the um, subject matter or, or characters. I'll just say that. But the main protagonist. I was reading those tags and I was like, this is everything I've ever wanted in a fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And it was completed. It was a finished one. There's like 83 Mm -hmm. chapters too. Best friend to lovers childhood where they're like, she's like my sister. Then why are you saying no? Then, and and then I had to DNF it. And I've been, it's just, I don't like it. It's just not my thing, but you know, what is my thing? Are you ready to move on? Yes. Enemies to lovers. What a great, what a great trope. And I think there's Mm -hmm. a scale here though. There's a, there's a scale because sometimes people are labeling things enemies to lovers when they are not enemies to lovers. It's abuser. Mm-hmm. to romanticized abuse that's that's a different thing enemies to lovers is not abuser uh turned into a, a, a romance like a romantic lead and yes. i think that's something we got to be a little careful about because sometimes i see people be like this is the best enemies to lovers one and i read it and i'm like this was not there was no enemies to lovers in this mm-hmm. this was bad the whole time now see that's okay this might be controversial but that's what I thought about with Gideon the ninth because literally one of them was like bullying and like abusing the other one the whole time and I think that's why I couldn't get into it because it was like a bully romance and I hate that because it's that's not enemies to lovers that's a bully romance well also it's not technically romance but still (laughs) like (laughs) it's very like there's definitely some romantic feelings, even if it's not the main um, genre of the book, but it's still, mm-hmm. my gosh, that's what really annoyed me. I haven't read Getting the Ninth yet, partly because I keep getting such mixed reviews that I'm very yeah. nervous. <laughs> um, I did, however, accidentally read The Ninth House, House? The Ninth House, mm-hmm. um, thinking of the trigger warning my friend provided me for Getting in the Ninth. So I was not expecting what happened in, in that book, 
mm-hmm. um, which folks don't do as I say, not as I do read the trigger warnings for books before you read them. It will save you a lot of, um, yeah. just a lot of suffering. <laughs> I like enemies to lovers because I think, oh, okay. If you're on book talk, many of you will be familiar with the, uh, TikToker Icarus Pendragon mm-hmm. did a video where they're like, do you like, uh, do you like enemies to lovers because it's angsty or do you like it because they see all the worst parts of you and they accept them either way. And they, you know, that kind of thing, which Mm -hmm. first of all, let me live in peace and silence, please. (laughs) Um, But I think that's why I like enemies to lovers so much. It's kind of a, here's all my worst traits and I'm not, you're not just seeing them, you're experiencing them and deciding that the good parts of me um, either cancel out and or teach you to embrace those parts. Mm-hmm. And I like enemies to lovers, especially when they're both fighting for a common goal, but they're trying to yes. do it first. That part always gets me because mm-hmm. then there's a shared, shared mutual interest. Yes. Uh, God, I love, I love enemies to lovers. And there's just so just... many good tropes within enemies to lovers. Mm-hmm. It is one bed trope. Oh my God. The one gets hurt, <laughs> like one of them gets hurt and then they go to their enemy because they don't have anywhere else to go. Oh my God. <laughs> the enemies to lovers trope where they call, they have a nickname for the other person in their native tongue. And you think it's an insult until the very end when you find out it's a, it's an endearing term or it's like a cariño. Oh my oh, God. I just got so chills. <laughs> yeah. That one's a great trope. It's so good. <laughs> or like going on the nickname one, whenever they start calling them something like as an insult, but then it becomes like endearing. So good. Uh-huh. I love it. Um, I also, the moment where they go from calling the name to an insult to their first name or like their last. Yes. You're like, yes! what just happened? We crossed a bridge. It's a great one. Oh, it's such a good one. Yes. I agree. Oh. I agree. <laughs> also when they, uh, fan favorite enemies to lovers, obviously. Yes. Yes. Um, there's one more that I'm forgetting in, in enemies to lovers. I'm trying to remember. What is it? I don't remember, but I'll bring it back up. Sure. Perfect. Perfect. It's just, it's a good trope. Again, I want to be clear. We're not, this is not abuse to romanticized abuse. I want to make that very clear. There's Mm -hmm. a way to portray enemies to lovers where they are in opposing teams, opposing sides. Um, without being abusive. And mm-hmm. I think there is a part where people forget that. And then you'll read books. Like I've had books given to me being like, this is the best enemies to lovers romance. And I'm like, this is not what that means. Exactly. So I'm going to need you to hippity hop out of this trope mm-hmm. and into another one. Cause this is not right. Yeah. Okay. Great. Third one. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Forbidden love. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. I only in some instances because okay, another thing about me. Fun fact, um Kenzie Lore, um I also love reading BL and this is where I get like this is where I love like the childhood friends to lovers or like whatever. And I think in that genre it does like the forbidden love is very good. I like that. Or it's like I read what was it um to kill a kingdom and it's about like this mermaid that um falls in love with a mermaid like snatcher (laughs) I 
guess. And I think that one was pretty Mermaid good. Snatcher. Yeah. <laughs> Something with the word snatch. Like I'm snatching it. Um, okay. I think it's I think it could be done well, but I think I don't see it that often, to be quite honest. in love. Yeah. I feel like <gasps> I see a song of Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> the gasp. I feel like forbidden love is really hit or miss because yeah. it kind of depends on why the love is forbidden, right? Mm-hmm. What what was the reason for this one? Exactly. Because why? Why? Um, sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. And <laughs> that's why I'm always really nervous when I see like, because here's the thing. So some people categorize enemies to lovers under forbidden love when it's mm-hmm. say, for example, uh, two children of royalty from different like families like it's forbidden love but it's enemies to lovers so then it becomes forbidden love oh. here's the thing I'm stressed out right now yeah now I'm like Romeo and Juliet my brain just said Romeo and Juliet <laughs> god that movie was <laughs> anyway um, so I think that it's really hit or miss and it kind of depends on what the topic is and mm-hmm. why the love is forbidden some of them yeah and I'll say this yeah, it's forbidden for a reason and you should have respect that, right? Mm-hmm. You're a 3000 year old vampire and she is 17. So that's forbidden for a reasonable reason here. Mm-hmm. This is acceptable. Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Twilight. Um, so yeah, that's one of them. I just think we should let some things be forbidden and sometimes it's fun and funky. And then sometimes it's just worth it to just mm-hmm. keep that forbidden. I agree. Um, are you ready for the next one? Yeah secret identity slash billionaire slash royal hit or miss in my personal opinion it's real hit or miss okay yeah i agree (laughs) but also one that does this really well is the queer principles of kit web (laughs) oh i knew you were gonna mention it the second i said it then the second i said it but here's the thing it's not really it's it's not that hidden it comes out real quick yeah but he like still doesn't know so i think (laughs) He okay, doesn't know sure. because like whatever. yes, I understand. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Um, but I agree. It is also hit or miss. I also okay, there was this one that I read that was okay. It was called The Queen's Assassin, which ended up being like this incesty thing. It was weird. Oh like oh, no, a no. cousin thing. And I was like, oh no, no, no. I no, don't no. like that. Bye. Um but also I'm working one... on the list of things we need to add to the trigger warnings because I'm oh. realizing we're talking about things. Oh, yes. <laughs> Pull out my notepad. All right, I'm going to be really um, loud for a second. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, I didn't really have anything else to add. I haven't read much with that, to be quite honest. I think Secret Identity has some good, there are some really good ones, but I also feel like Secret Identity becomes, it gets dangerously close in some aspects to just manipulation, and that mm-hmm. doesn't make me feel super comfortable. Mm-hmm. I think some of it is good. Um, I love a good one where it's like revealing that da da da. They have secret powers. Da 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 da. They're the chosen one. But then sometimes I read it and I'm like, you were on horseback with them for three months as they are talking about the devastation their family faced at the hands of the royals, and you're the crown prince, and you just listened for months on end about how your mm-hmm. family is directly responsible for the genocide of their people and you just said nothing. This is weird yeah. now. Uh-huh. Now we're all uncomfortable because of your actions. So I don't love that one. Mm-hmm. 
if I remember correctly, Dance of Thieves has this trope. I thought it was really good. I haven't read it yet. It's, it's really TBR. good. It's on my TBR. <laughs> it's um, on my physical TBR too. Well, it has, I think it has secret identity. If I, I could be remembering wrong. Um, but it also has close proximity. Very fun. Which actually <laughs> gets us to our next one, which gets us right to our next trope, which is stuck together, like trapped in an elevator. Which here's it. the thing. I sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't like it. And it depends uh-huh. on the characters. I did read a book this year, which starts with actually trapped in an elevator. I thought that book was all right. Um, I do love a good stuck together a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better mm-hmm. than the one bed trope, though. That just kind yes. of is the the crown yeah, of jewel course. of the of the tropes. Uh-huh. But um or even just like forcing like them being the most like powerful of the group and then them having to partner off with each other if that makes sense i do like that a lot <laughs> before even though they uh, hate each other <laughs> oh yes and then they're the most functional team yes despite the fact that they hate each other yes. oh that one's so good uh-huh, oh it's a uh-huh. great one i love it <laughs> oh yes i understand that one very much mm-hmm. i don't think i think some of the trap together ones though are bad and I'll say this, I've read some of it where it does, it's so bad that it just crosses straight into abuse, which mm-hmm. not into it, not liking it. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. What we're learning from this is everything can be made bad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now here's the next one, which I think gets real bad and I don't like it a lot. I like it. I dislike it a lot of the time. And that's the best friend's brother slash sister slash sibling, where it's like you date your, they, they date their best friend's sibling. I'll say this. I don't like it. In most cases. I don't most think cases, I do either. Um, I'm trying to think of stories that I've read with that. And I think I s- just don't read any stories with that. I see it and I'm like, I, I'm not interested. Um, yeah, I don't have any opinions on this one other than I stay away from it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I'm not a fan personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think agree. the reason that I dislike it is because it weirds me out. Yeah, that's, that's the whole reason. And then, like being the middle person in that relationship where they are like both coming to you, I hate that. I, nope, Mm-mm. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. No, I think yeah. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> um. Okay. Hard Next no. one is second chance. I don't like it. I don't like them. You had your first chance and you blew it. Bye. I think it could be done well. <laughs> Name one. Name one that's done well. It's a bo. <laughs> Then, name one that I know of that's done well. Um, I've only read it in BL. <laughs> um, but I think the one story that I read with it, I thought it was done well. And it was um it was technically second chance because one of them confessed to the other whenever they were in high school, but then the other one like rejected them, but then they met later in life and then they worked. Oh my god, and another BL one. <gasps> I just okay. remember. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I think that it could be done really well. And like where they like just missed each other um, earlier in life and then they meet each other. Is that what they mean by second chance though? Or do they mean they messed up and they have to give up a second chance? Um, Because I've read romances like that and I hate it every time. Yeah, I don't like the second one, but I like the first one. (laughs) Okay. Then you're in like wrong time. Yes. It didn't work the second time around. That I think is cute. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Again, very mm-hmm. hit or miss with the. Yeah, yeah. But if it's like they messed up so bad the first time that it's they have to try it again, I don't like no, those. I don't. Okay, like friend, it. we're getting to another crown jewel. Oh, fun! Fake relationships. 
I love it. <laughs> I think they usually, there's some really good ones out there. Yeah. <laughs> I really like a lot of fake relationships because in it, and here's the part that I really enjoy, both the people agree to be in said fake relationship. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of, they, they know what they're getting into, except exactly. they always fall in love, right? Of so, course. Of course. <laughs> um, but I like the fact that they know what they're getting into when they do it. Yeah. Because I think with a lot of these tropes, one and or both of them are unawares of what they're like walking into. So mm-hmm. I really do like that one. I yeah. think it's very cute. I think the love hypothesis did it very well. The love hypothesis did do it well. Yeah, I like that um, one a lot. I just love a good fake relationship. Yes. I will say this. Yes. I've read some of them that are really bad. And <laughs> I, don't like. I think that's a common theme where we've read ones that are really good, but also ones that are just awful, <laughs> which is fine, I guess. But maybe make like- it just all good, please. <laughs> Stop writing bad books is what we're saying. <laughs> yes. um, hmm, okay. The next one is Wedding Fever, Runaway Brides, Jilted, slash Best Men, slash Wedding Planners. I don't like it. I have one book <laughs> and hold your horses here. There's one book that I read that was Runaway Bride. Um, and it's okay. You know this, my favorite book in the world, which it, this is how, this is what I mean when I say give your kids better books to read because I picked this book up in the Frankfurt airport when I was young and this book has cemented itself into my brain. It's not a good book. It's not a good book. And yet it is my favorite book. It's my comfort book. I'm not going to name it out loud because it's very embarrassing. Um, Kenzie knows I've gifted her a copy. (laughs) It's not a good book. The book is objectively (laughs) not good, but it is my favorite. This author also wrote in the same universe uh, technically the main character is the best friend of the daughters of the book in my, in my favorite book. Anyway, she runs away from her wedding. Then it's a grouchy sunshine trope. <gasps> there is also a, a, there is also a jump scare pregnancy. So that's the worst part of it, but jump scare? <laughs> it's a jump. It was a jump scare. Okay. It was not expected, <laughs> but she's a runaway bride and that it's, it's great. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, but, but in general, um, wedding fever, but they don't do it for me. Yeah. Could a court of Mr. Fury be runaway bride? <laughs> I don't want to answer that question. <laughs> I don't want to contemplate that question either. <laughs> um, I'll say this best men. I don't like, I don't like those Ugh. ones. It just does not work out for me. Also wedding planners have, have first ha- having worked with someone who did wedding planning, you would be fired. You're doing your job so horribly. Please do better at your job. You're here's the thing. Um, having relations with the groomsmen in the closet while you're supposed to be planning and running the wedding Yikes. is not it's not doing well. Okay. You're you're not gonna get a good review on Yelp. Your Google reviews will go down. That's not what wedding planning is about, folks. <laughs> um there is a new sapphic romance that came out about wedding planning. It's like something, something plans a wedding. It seems interesting. <laughs> something, something plans a wedding. Okay. Well, I might yeah. have to read that one. <laughs> yeah. We'll I don't see. know the specifics. I've just seen it on TikTok and it looks fine. You know? <laughs> I, yeah. I've seen it on TikTok and it looks fine. High <laughs> praise, Ken's High praise. Um, okay. The next one. Uh, amnesia slash mistaken identity. I don't like. 
I stay really far away from that. Any reason or just you just don't like it? I just don't like it. It's just like, okay, I think it's also like the circumstances that I've read it in is like weird. Like mm. either the bully tries to get with them because this person has amnesia. Ew. So they don't remember. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know. I just, it's just odd to me. I don't like forgetting things. I think that's the thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't like forgetting things? <laughs> like as a constant forgetter. <laughs> I'm a forgetter. <laughs> it's, I think it's very scary to think that if I just forgot everything. Oh my God. So I would never um, let you forget everything. For, we yeah. have this podcast to remind ourselves. Yes. Um, we have photos going back years. I would never let That's you forget. That's so true. Thank I you. would move you here. Um, and then you'd have to, first of all, you'd be fine. Uh-huh. And um, we would just go on long walks. And, oh my God, you could reread all your favorite books. <gasps> That's so true. Did you? But the- I think I've told you about this before. What? I would forget that they're my favorite books. I so wouldn't though. Re- I wouldn't forget. And I would give oh. them to you and you would read them and then you'd this fall in love with them again. Nice. This is lovely. First of all, uh, <laughs> so when I had that concussion when I was young and I had that memory loop, for those of you who don't know, at one point in my life, uh, I was in an accident. That sounds really dramatic. I was in a little <laughs> bike accident in which I smashed. Stop laughing. I smashed my head. Stop laughing about my trauma here. I smashed my noggin onto the pavement and I had to be hospitalized and I had a horrific memory. Stop laughing. I had a memory loop wherein I had a 30 second memory jump essentially. And they did not know if it would ever go away. Um, My mom was so worried because it was literally like, where are we? You're in the hospital. Why are we in the hospital? You you fell off the bike. What bike? The bike that was rented for you. Okay. Where are we? You're in the, like every thirty seconds. My mom was like, she's never gonna read. She's never gonna read a book again. She's gonna read the first page. She's gonna read the first seventeen words, and then the thirty seconds would reset, and I'd have to read them again. Um, and that's what I was just reminded of. So oh, no. I agree. I'm not a huge fan of. I'm not a huge fan of amnesia. But what about mistaken identity? I think it can be done well. I they think, think it can it, be done well. They think they they're think, someone else. Oh, okay. So like, yeah. mm, I, yes! there's one. I do like that one. There's <laughs> one where they, uh, she meets her in a pub and she thinks she's someone else. She's spilling secrets to her, but she's not that person. This is a fan fiction because there's better fan fictions than there are published books, but that's another discussion for a later date. Um, mm-hmm. And then they go on a little adventure together and she's like, you know, and then when she gets drunk, she confesses to her that she's not actually that person. Mm-hmm. Chaos ensues. Of course. It's great. Um, but yeah, I don't like amnesia. I'm not a huge fan of that one. And that's because it seems really coercive to me. It just doesn't mm-hmm. seem appropriate. Yeah. Um, also, I don't like it. <laughs> okay. Here's the, here's the one that I really don't like. Oh God! Holiday romances slash flings. I don't like them. No, I I don't stay. No, I stay far away from those books. I don't read any holiday room romances. I think that they're just bad. No, no, I don't mean just like Christmas romances. I mean like they go. You go on a travel. You go on like a vacation, and they fall in love on the vacation, and then they have to leave. I don't. That's too stressful. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <I> don't like. <laughs> it. Okay. 
We're getting into the nitty gritty of this list. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Opposites attract. Yes. Grumpy sunshine. I think grumpy sunshine is one kind. I think opposites attract has a real dark side to it too. Sometimes I see opposites Mm. attract and I'm like, "Mm -mm, don't like it. Like she's a genuinely kind human being and he's an abusive person. See, now we're not working anymore. He's a cop. She's a criminal. No, thank you. I'm not into it. Hmm. Um, it's hit or miss. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I also don't like the types that you just pointed out. Um, but if it's just like personality types, I think like the grumpy yes. sunshine thing, I do like those. They're I like really those neat to the really messy, like personality wise. Yes. yes. But they come yeah. together and they support each other. That's exactly. very cute. Like yes. she does, she's just chaos and she's like a lawyer or a doctor and she's like all yes. buttoned up and the other one, love it. Think it's fantastic. Yes, I agree. Um, <laughs> I think that's a really good one. Okay. Rivals. I love a good rivalry. Yes. I yes. love a good rivalry mm-hmm. because it falls within enemies to lovers, but normally in a very healthy way, which I think is yes. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this. There was a while where I was in fact reading a fan fiction that was Clarice and Annabeth because they were rivals and uh-huh. it was a very good fan fiction. I'll just leave it at that. Anyway, point is um, sworn off relationships. I like it. What do you mean? Like someone's like, I'm never dating again. I'm not in a relationship, but then they meet and then they get into a, they're like, they're not in a relationship because one of them has sworn it off. Yeah. I think I it's like fine. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's usually cute because there's some form of emotional healing in there. Yes. And then it's also like, I don't want to date, but like, because I've had like really bad experiences before, but then this person made me realize that the, like these experiences could be good. Um, yeah, I like. All right. What about oblivious to love? Yeah, I love stupid characters. <laughs> I do. Okay. <laughs> one of my favorite tropes is just like where one person's flirting so hard and then like one person just doesn't realize it. <laughs> I think it's really funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like it sometimes. Sometimes it's just infuriating and I get annoyed and I have to DNF. Mm-hmm. Okay. There has what to about- be a point where they stop being oblivious. <laughs> right. Well, they have to stop being oblivious and react correctly because if they don't react correctly, then I'm like, this was all for nothing. Exactly. And now I feel embarrassed for you. Yes. Um, okay. Work colleagues. Yes. I love <laughs> I love work. Mm-hmm. You love workplace romances? <laughs> Yes, so much. Especially if it's LGBT. Oh my God. That's even better. I think sometimes I like it, but it kind of depends on what the work situation is. Mm. Because sometimes I'm like, this does not feel appropriate. So I don't like it. But sometimes. (laughs) What? What, friend? What? (laughs) I really like the supervisor and then the person under. Um, that's a problem that is an <laughs> hr claim that's an H- hmar it's a file in the hr little department hr no. doesn't exist in these worlds <laughs> that's a that's the problem 
Oh my. Oh, <laughs> I love okay. it. But then here's the thing. But then here's the thing. Like, obviously, they like tell the person whenever they're doing something wrong, right? Like, nothing is going wrong other than the HR issue. Other than um, the, <laughs> the, the innate power imbalance between the yeah. two characters. Yeah. But okay. I love it whenever the supervisor like stands up for the person that works under them. Love that so much. No. No, I actually hate that. Sorry. No, you and me on opposite end on this one. I read it. Okay. I read it. I had a free, a free thing to read in one of these books. I read it recently and I told you about it. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, wherein he is the owner and she gets like hired and it's like a big thing. And there's like this innate power imbalance. And I'm like, I hate this so much. Everything about this is making me so uncomfortable. Also having had to witness people First of all, having been subjected to workplace harassment by by superiors, hate it. Yikes. Secondarily, having watched people date their superiors, that is a nightmare. It's, first of all, every one of their coworkers hates them. They hate them <laughs> so much. I just can't do it. It just it grinds my little gears. <laughs> so work colleagues, I think some of it's very cute. Some of it's adorable. And some of it is just an absolute nightmare. And HR should have stepped in. Now, see, okay. I like it whenever it's a secret. Nobody knows. That's because- <laughs> I'm telling you this, friend. If there's ever been a workplace romance, somebody knows. That's just the law of the land. It's, there's never been a workplace romance that people didn't know about. Oh, okay. We're getting to the next one, which is dark secret. Like a really dark secret. Here's the thing. How dark is that secret? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh, my dog just shook in the back. <laughs> the little slapping noises. I heard it. Um, it kind of depends on how dark the secret is. Yeah, I agree. Because like, here's the thing. Some of these secrets, I've read someone. I read one where uh, his dark secret was that he killed her family. So that's not good, right? Like, you can't, hold, you can't hide that one. It's just too much. No. Yeah. So that's not a good dark secret. You know, um, this just reminded me of that one audio that it's like, um, where this one person is like really gung ho for their bestie. And then the bestie's like, oh, well, what do I have to do for you to like be disappointed with me? And then the person's like, well, I think you'd have to Jeffrey Dahmer somebody. But then at that point, I would be like, oh, come on. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. See, this is where we have to say there's a line, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the dark secret depends on the dark secret. Yeah. Some of it I love, which ties into the next trope, which is emotional scars. Nessie, are we healing from the emotional scars? Is that? I know it just says emotional scars. So we're just going to take from that what we will. I'll say this. I do love them when they get healed with a little journey. I think those Mm -hmm. are really nice. It's like, oh, I could do that if I went to therapy. Right. But I, because I don't have a magical quest. So the best Uh I can do is paying a professional to speak with them. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Now, here's exactly. the thing. I do think in a lot of these magical worlds where they have a lot of the same professions that we do in our real world, where is psychotherapy? <laughs> and why don't they have magical equivalents in the world where they have magical equivalents to like everything else? Yes. Especially when they're like, oh, you know, when the, where they're set in the past, but they're kind of set around like the 1800s. They already started inventing psychotherapy. So yeah. where was that? Exactly. <laughs> You're telling me there's none of it? They don't have anybody to speak to? Okay. It's a little it's a little wild to me, but fine. Weird choice. Okay. 
Um, okay, here's a good one. Redemption. What do you think of a redemption? It depends who's getting re- like who's getting redeemed. that redemption art. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, think redemption depends on what they did wrong and how they go get about being redeemed. Yeah, like um in the anime Fruits Basket. <laughs> This one character is like awful to everybody around them, and then they get a redemption arc, and I'm like, that makes no sense. I hate this, and I, I still hate it. I think that that's an awful ending to that anime. Sorry. Um, I think that most redemption arcs are bad. Yeah, that's controversial, I know, but so many of them are for people that I don't think deserve redemption, and the way that they go about redeeming them is just by um, like, okay, here's my controversial thing. So uh, we're talking about Sarah J. Moss yet again. I think Nesta's redemption arc, in order for it to work, you kind of have to downplay the things she did and the way she treated Feyre, which, look, we all read it, right? Fine. Yeah. It was what it was. Whether or not you really liked A Court of, a court of Silver Flames, is that what yeah. it is? Mm-hmm. I was going to say A Court of Silver and Flames, and that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> But, you know, it makes as much sense as a court of thorns and roses. So That's true. Um, we all, in that one, right, a lot of people really enjoy the redemption arc because you do get to see a really interesting side of, um, you know, abuse within the within the storylines and sexual assault mm-hmm. and, and women protecting each other and protecting themselves and taking action, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the thing, though. For Nesta to get her whole redemption thing, you kind of have to forget that she was horrific to yeah. Feyre because mm-hmm. it's so downplayed but, and there's so many excuses given in the book like oh well she was going through this yeah that doesn't actually change anything mm-hmm. the pretty horrific things she, she did to her sister nothing got changed here exactly and I think that I, I'm, I'm almost 100% certain that Sarah J. Moss didn't plan on writing that book so when she wrote the first one she wrote her to be the evil stepsister and then she's like oh god what do I do now I gotta mm-hmm. backpedal all the way to hell yeah. And that's where I have a problem with a lot of these redemption arcs because it's just, okay, you're forgetting everything she did, not acknowledging mm-hmm. it and just being like, oh, well, here's why. Okay. That didn't change anything. Thank you for nothing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anyway, that's that one. <laughs> and um, I feel like it, like, it really like depends on one of the characters that we trust as readers to forgive them. And then it's like, okay, well, just because they forgive them doesn't mean that I do. And it's right. Yeah, I don't like it. Cough, cough. Draco Malfoy. <laughs> what was that about? What, what are yes. you doing? What are you talking about? Everyone's like, oh, I love him. He became so sweet in the end. And where do we do read different books? First of all, I want to say this forever. Uh, I do not like J.K. Rowling. I do not support J.K. Rowling in any way, in any manner of speaking. Uh, we talk about Harry Potter here, tangentially related to other things, because of how mm-hmm. Harry Potter has one shaped my own reading, but also shaped fan fiction as a whole. And how it shaped fandom culture and a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. I just want to make it very clear. Um, apparently, she also put out there's a new Harry Potter game, and guess and the it's apparently deeply violently anti-Semitic, which is of just like great, cool. Yeah, uh, I haven't looked into it because I don't have the energy to anymore. Right? No. Mm-mm. Anyway, um, next trope is sunshine versus grumpy. Oh, I love, we it. love it. I love it. <laughs> I love a good trope. I love it. Yes. Um, yes. Not to mention that it mirrors my real life relationship. So I love that. <laughs> oh, so I love it. Um, I feel like I feel like it's just the per- one of the perfect ones. Yeah. Okay. Um, marriage pact. 
Okay, so the first thing that comes to mind is that one Reddit post where um, a gay man falls in love with, like, a trans man. Well, not falls in love, they get married because, like, their parents are forcing them to marry somebody. But then they fall in love along the way, and he's like, well, how am I supposed to tell him that I love him? (laughs) Oh, my God, that's like a real life thing. I got nothing. (laughs) Ten years! Okay, that's Okay, it might not be ten years, but I don't know. (laughs) Um, I thought it was really good. That's wild. I I don't know if I I like the concept of marriage pacts, but I don't think I've ever seen it work out in a book or a mm-hmm. fan fiction. I think I read a fan fiction a couple of years ago that was marriage pact, and I ended up really hating it. So I'm kind of, it's kind of I think it's hit or miss. I think the concept is fun, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen it executed in a way that I'm into. There's this one webtoon. It's under the oak tree, I believe. And it has this where like they get married because like they're kind of forced to, but they end up mm-hmm. they end up being good matches for each other. Wait, but isn't marriage oh, no. pact they say that we'll get married? Like we make no, a see, pact. I to get have married? been, yeah, I guess I've been confused this whole time because I thought it was um we get married and then we fall in love. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, wait, no, okay. Oh, that's arranged cute. marriages. <laughs> marriage pact is when you're like, okay, if we're both not married by 12 mm. or not 12 that's a really young age I don't know why that's the number that came to my head <laughs> if, we're, if we're not married by 30 we'll get married to each other mm-hmm. um that's a marriage pact an arranged marriage is when it's just made up for you yeah now see I was thinking arranged marriage so uh marriage pact I don't know I haven't read any with that so innocent cohabitation like innocently living together and then they fall in love yeah sure okay (laughs) no strong opinion on that one I don't think so I I've only read a few stories with it but I I think it's fine I don't mind it big yawn I'm yawning I know I will I I, I've already finished one of my things of coffee and Uh uh, now I'm starting to get tired oh no okay what about (laughs) tell me parent and child's carer slash nanny not the parent and the child it's the parent and the nanny or the teacher oh, okay i was like, like <laughs> no that sounds really horrible no like parent and then their kids like nanny or teacher or something i hate it i hate it so i like much. okay i like i did actually write a fan fiction teacher. like that one like, i actually did write a parent teacher fan fiction oh once. my god <laughs> um to be fair to be fair and hold your hold your horses here it was really good yeah. yeah. Now, see, it could be done well. I think the parent teacher can be done well. The parent nanny, that's a little different. No, no. Here's the thing with parent nanny. That's, again, an HR violation. <laughs> it's an employer employee relationship. But also, I think with the parent and then their kid's teacher, I think the age does matter. Yes. So, like in the one I wrote, she was a toddler. The child was a toddler. Uh huh. And therefore had no conceptualization of anything. Um, the reason (laughs) it's just that she was so young, the child is so young that there's no sense of like shame or embarrassment. And I think that's the thing that gets me with like, you have a fifth grader and you start dating your fifth grader's homeroom teacher. Mm -hmm. That poor kid's going to get bullied to high heavens. Oh yeah. So that's where it makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I will say I did. However, read a really good one. Wherein it wasn't the nanny or babysitter, 
who's the next door neighbor who just watches the kid because her grandma normally did it, but she's like an adult woman who's come to stay with her grandma to help her grandma out. And so now she takes over the role and it did work out really well. Mm-hmm. So that's, that was that. Mm. Um, okay. Let's see. Widow slash widower. Mm. Or one was a widow. I I haven't read any stories with that. I, I think really? I, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think most of the books that I'm into, it doesn't, like, the characters are young enough that they don't, they're not married anyways. Like, they're in their early 20s or, like, late teens. So, don't lie and say you don't read uh, books where the characters are not at least a couple hundred years old. <coughs> Twilight. <laughs> cop, cop, Twilight. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean like <laughs> what are you on about <laughs> no I mean like they I don't know just like marriage doesn't really come up in a lot of books that like in most of the books I, of course it does come up in some of the books I read but most of them I don't think it's there so okay, like the valid. with what like widower and whatever and widow I don't think I've read much with that okay what about and this is one of my least favorites Jump scare babies, sudden slash unaccepted pregnancies. No, No. Mm -mm. (laughs) can't stand it. Um, (laughs) I did, however, (laughs) I have in fact authored certain, and then I dropped them. I got, I couldn't finish them. I couldn't finish writing them. Hated it. Hated it. (laughs) Now, see, okay, here's one thing I do like. Oh Um, God, it's with the Omega first. Um, I do like it whenever they have a baby, but they don't show the baby. <laughs> like they don't show like the pregnancy stage. <laughs> but they show like after. <laughs> like they show like maybe two scenes of the pregnancy stage and then oh the baby's out. <laughs> and and then they take care of the baby and it's really cute. But that's it. I don't yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I do like that. So you don't, you just don't like the pregnancy stage. I guess, but I don't mind like them having a child and like just taking care of it and being cute and domestic. Taking care of it? Yeah, it. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, secret baby. No, I don't like secret baby either. I don't like the sudden ones. I don't like the unsurprised ones. I don't like the secret ones. <laughs> Um, <laughs> rags to rags to riches. On? What's going on? Yeah, rags to riches. Doesn't really no. I don't think I've read a book where that turns out well. I think it depends. Okay, but I, I don't have, have any like circumstances in my head. But <laughs> incredible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alter diplomacy, as in they get married, that's like an arranged marriage for political reasons. I think it can work, friends. Yep, I agree. <laughs> I think it's just the arranged marriage trope again. I think I really like that one. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay. Um, ugh. Now, this is not for me. Uh, men in uniform, as in the, the love interest is a person in uniform. No, it doesn't work for me. 
I have like one single story <laughs> where it is like a person in uniform and I do like it a lot. Okay. What it's about just one star slash actor slash one famous person, nope. one not famous person? Nope. I don't like idle stories. Nope. <laughs> That's well, a big, I know. As in like idle story where the person is like a fan of them? No, but like what if, okay, what if say one person is famous in their niche but they don't know that that the, the lo- love interest doesn't or they or the love interest the, the person doesn't know the other person is famous in their circle until after they get they start knowing each other oh because i think that one's cute i in like that ways. one because i think that a lot of the reasons that i enjoy it is because they come from such different universes like they come from such yeah. different like life experiences where they kind of get dropped into each other's places uh-huh. um, and i think it can be really sweet i just read a book like that yeah. where completely different worlds um and yet it worked mm-hmm. but i will say i don't like fan ones um, yeah. we all read one too many of those when we were younger and they yeah. were not good <laughs> no um okay bodyguard i love bodyguard yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> okay um ooh, break up to save the love interest's life mm. We all saw it happen in Twilight and it did not go well. No. (laughs) Is it like they stay broken up forever? No, I don't think they stay broken up forever. I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I think sometimes it's cute and then sometimes it's not good. Sometimes it is yeah. great, and then sometimes it's what happened in Twilight. So mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. hit or miss, and there's a large scale of where it can end up. Um, yeah. What about road trip? Um, maybe. I don't maybe. know. <laughs> I like the road trip one. I don't think I've read many road trip ones. See, here's the thing. I like one thing and I read it. (laughs) That's all I read. (laughs) And that's why you have piles of piles of books on the ground that you're not going to read because you just don't want to read anything different than what you like. You really have to start doing my technique, which is just pick books at random and you get some really good ones and some are really, 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 really really terrible ones. Most of the time I don't read synopsis. (laughs) synopses sorry like something will just be recommended I'm like okay and then I either see it at Barnes or like on Libby or something and then I get it and then it's a surprise and it's fun but you know sometimes that's not fun because I read a Colleen Hoover book and that wasn't fun end of story (laughs) read a Colleen Hoover book I'll say this one of the and this might be controversial there's probably some people who are gonna be upset about this one I read the book we were liars Oh, yeah. Well, it is certainly a book. It has certainly <laughs> been published. Um, I'll say this. I think I know what I like, but I am also surprised by things that I find interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is one of my favorites and least favorites. Fairy tale retellings, like Cinderella retellings, Beating the Beast retellings. Yeah. I love a retelling, and then sometimes <laughs> they're terrible. Yes, sometimes they're yes. so good. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I like them. I love a good retelling. There are a couple others in here. Do you want to keep going or do you want to? Ch- 
Um, let's do a couple more because I okay. think it's getting a little long. That's fine. Age gaps. No, thank you. Depends. <laughs> on what? I on how big the age gap is? No, on how old the characters are. Well, okay. Well, yeah, but like, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, if they're in their like early twenties, and the other character is like early thirties ish or like late thirties, I don't mind that. Or if okay. it's like, I don't know. I, I don't mind it. As long as they're both of legal age, I don't mind. <laughs> I actually really like mm, age gaps. I'm actually going to, I will say this. I don't like thousand year old being with like 22 year old. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, but those are the books that I like. <laughs> That's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> I think that there's a, I think that the, the problem I have with those sort of storylines is yeah, there's almost always a dynamic of like, I'm not a huge fan of naive character mm-hmm. meets super mm-hmm. experienced, knowledgeable character who makes naive character feel bad all the time. Oh, yeah. 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 So I feel like it really slides into that area very quickly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, love interest has profession protagonist hates. Okay. I feel like this is more in contemporary romance, which I don't read much of that. Uh-huh. So I don't have an opinion, TBH. I oh come on, you haven't read one where they don't like the dragon slaying? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I yeah, I don't think I have an opinion on that one. Mostly because I just don't normally read stuff like that. That's valid. Okay, I'm looking. This one says, too silly to live. Protagonist makes silly decisions to land her in trouble so the hero can save her. <laughs> That'd just be so funny. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't like that one because usually it's the protagonist as a woman and then she's just like, oh, "Oh, save me. And I'm like, okay. Mm. But then sometimes I read it and I'm like, I see what you're doing. I witnessed this and I see your logic. Play them like a fiddle. Do it. Exactly. Um, Let's see. I think this goes back to whenever the character is oblivious. Like at some point, things got to happen, you know? Um, Yeah. That's how I feel about that. Oh, God. Okay, what about injury? Where they have to go to their uh, mm-hmm. their person to be healed and or helped. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, sucker. Big sucker for that one. I'll say this, though. Yeah. Sometimes I read the descriptions of how they're healing them, and I'm like, you are not a medical professional. <laughs> you- <laughs> I read one, I was reading one recently, where it was like, they take out a, they take out a, um, a first aid kit. And they use a sewing needle and like actual sewing thread to sew up the person's leg. And I'm like, did you oh, no. get certified anywhere? Terrible. Like you didn't even sanitize it. No. So <laughs> you just sewed up your little jean jacket, put it back in there and then used the same Michael's craft thread to sew up this person's leg. So I don't. Legit. I feel like the infection rate here. is <laughs> 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 just, I know there's no antibiotics, but. I kind of wish we had used a little bit of antibiotics, maybe uh-huh. Uh-huh. sterilize the needle a little bit. I don't know. I feel like dying <laughs> of gangrene isn't super romantic, oh but that's just me. 
Uh, okay. What about bet? Like they date, like they go on a date because they lost a bet and then they fell in love. That's what happens know. in Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's not Isn't a book. That though. Also, what happens in after? Don't ask me to think <laughs> about after. <laughs> I read that as that was coming out. I, me too. That, I cannot believe that that the fact that that is a movie. Oh my bad God. one. It's really bad. I've never watched it. You've tried to make me watch it. I won't do it. I can't make me I'll go to my me grave. Versus, <laughs> me versus telling you to read and consume bad media <laughs> because I did it. <laughs> you did it. You suffered and now you want me to suffer too. Yes. Oh, okay. Wait, I got this one and hold your horse here. Uh, can't spit it out slash can't say I love you or how they feel to the other person. Like they're trying to gather the courage, but they can't do it. What do you think? I get annoyed by that. I, if there's an inner monologue of being like, I want to, but I can't. Or like, if it just like comes out unexpectedly. I like, like during the, a fight. I love the unexpected. <laughs> First of all, that's how I said I love you to my real life partner. Oh my God. <laughs> I think it's a good trope. <laughs> That's not true. The first time I said it was an accident. The second time I said it, we were in an argument. Oh my god! Of course, the fan. I was raised by you. Wattpad. Yeah. What? <laughs> What'd you say? We essentially said the same thing. Incredible! <laughs> Incredible! Oh god. Okay, let's do one more. Yes, I agree. Um. Bup, bup, bup. Oh, return to hometown slash reunion romance. I don't like them. Mm, I don't know. I feel like they're a little hit or miss. I don't like them. I feel like they're always weird. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, we probably should have ended on a high note. I know. Should we do one more? (laughs) Why don't you just name a trope you like? We already did it. We already did all the tropes that I like. All of them? Uh, You can't think of another one? No. Perfect. Great. Nice. (laughs) Um, Okay. I like the trope where there are different types of magic users, but they grow Mm. stronger with each other. Oh. I think that one's fun. I think that one's pretty fun where they make each other better people. Or alternatively, where they make each other worse people, but they go down the path together. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, that one's Tommy good. just made the loudest noises. Oh, oh, I'll say this. I don't like Insta Love. Love at first sight. Insta Love, not a fan. Oh, I th- I just thought of one. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, go. Go. Soulmates? Soulmates? Okay, wait. No, here's the thing. Here's my thing. I think soulmates <laughs> is a extremely hit or miss. On one hand, you have ja- uh, Jacob and Renezme, right? That. On yeah, the bad. other hand, you have good soulmates. So mm-hmm. I think it's a real wide spectrum of how good and or bad it can be. But I do enjoy a, a good soulmate one. Mm-hmm. Or like meant soulmate, to be. faded pair. Yeah, I do like that a yeah. lot. I love it. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I like it, especially when they have to overcome odds. And they're like, what if it's wrong? What if we're not meant to be together? And then ding, 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 they were. Of but they had to work for it too. Ugh. Oh, that one's good. That's a good one. Yes. Great. I love it. Let's see. I think those are all the, I think those are all the, the tropes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are more that we're forgetting and someone's going to be very angry. Nope. In the that's comments. it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's just it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, if we, we didn't list it, it, it no longer exists. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Of course. <laughs> We're the official book trope people. <laughs> that's our new thing. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. <laughs> All right, friends. Thank you for listening. You yes, can follow us you. on Instagram and on TikTok and on t- Twitter. Yeah, we do have a Twitter, even though it's not very active, but we do what? have it. <laughs> okay, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. All of it will link, be linked down below. You can follow us on our personal socials as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, go interact on our Instagram. That's where we can see all your comments. So yes. Um, and if you want to read the books we're going to be reading for our next book club, we also announced that over on our Instagram. And I'm excited for next month. I feel like it's going to be really yeah. fun. Yeah. All right, too. y'all. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>